Yeah, that's so interesting. And I have had muscle testing done before meeting you, um, you know, many years back. And I've always had it done where someone would have me either hold something or they would ask a question and they would have me put my hand out and then they would press down on my hand and then my hand would either go weak and drop or it would stay strong. And I always wondered, well, but what if I'm holding my hand out like very like high or maybe my muscles just get tired or you know what else could be going on and I always wondered how accurate it was and so what I really liked about the way that you do it is you put on these shoes that have a magnetic uh, sole on them and then I would lay on the table and you would use my feet and well you can explain this obviously better than I can but it would be where one foot would become longer than the other but I am actually not even hearing what you're asking or trying to hold my foot in a certain way so I'm almost kind of not involved if you will so I don't have to worry about oh maybe I'm just holding it too high or holding it too strong you know what I mean Absolutely and that's actually the beautiful part about that aspect of the technique that you are not involved whatsoever So part of the success in muscle testing is knowing how to ask the proper questions. And so what I mean by that is it's very different to ask, can Susie eat avocados as opposed to may Susie eat avocados? The difference being in can Susie eat avocados? Yes, she can. Anyone can. You and I can. All we have to do is put it in our mouths. Right. <laughs> it's not a question of, you know, can you physically do it? The question becomes, may Susie eat avocados without it interfering in her health? That's where the intention and the proper uh, focus of the question comes in. So if you ask, may Susie eat avocados? Obviously you're asking with the best intention of may she eat it without becoming sick or may she eat it, you know, um, without getting an allergic reaction or having a negative reaction. That's where the body will respond. No, she may not eat avocados. And so unfortunately, you know, there is a certain, uh, experience, required to do muscle testing so that you know the right questions to ask and how to ask them. And so the response of the body is going to come in the form of an involuntary muscular contraction in either the legs or the arms, depending on which one the therapist is holding. And it's involuntary in that as I'm holding your legs and asking that question, one of your legs will simply start to contract. And because you're laying down on the massage table with your legs kind of propped on top of a pillow and you're very relaxed, all of a sudden you're going to start to feel a slight sensation of one of your legs either sliding up towards your body or sliding down. And that's your body's involuntary muscular response answering the therapist's question. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool feeling. And I've had many sessions with you over the years and it actually feels super relaxing, but you do feel that little bit of like the muscle contraction and then the lengthening. It, it's very, very mild. And a lot of times I think for some people who might just want to relax and maybe even take a nap, they may not even feel anything. But I know that you are able to see right there because the shoes, you know, when you, you wear these special magnetic shoes and the soles line up. And so then if one leg is going to extend out, you know, it's only about a half an inch or so. It's not that much, but you see right there because the shoes don't align anymore. 
Correct. Absolutely. And the one slight correction there is not that the shoes are magnetized. Oftentimes I will add magnets to the feet, but the reason for the shoes is just so that um, I can line them up properly because I look at the edges of the shoes to make sure that they're lined up. Okay, right. As opposed to if I were only holding onto your heel, well, the heel is round and you can't really tell when one heel gets shorter with regards to the other one because of that roundness. But with a shoe, it usually has lines and the edges are very clear and crisp. That's right. Got it. So what's interesting about what you do is you have pages and pages <laughs> yes. of various infections that you go through. And again, I've been through the process more than once, so I can really speak from personal experience. And so you ask the question, you ask them in your head, so I don't necessarily hear it, but you know, I sort of see you flipping the pages. How many infections do you test for? I test for literally just over maybe six, 700 different infections. Oftentimes I will scan for bacteria, virus, fungus, parasites, endocrine or organ dysfunctions, as well as certain emotional issues, as well as certain traumas or surgeries or scars. Uh, I can ask anything I want, literally, and the body will respond in yes or no questions, as long as those questions are relevant and have to do with uh, the betterment of the individual. So I can't ask, what is tonight's lottery number going to fall as? No. Obviously, that is a no-no question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I can ask, you know, is Susie eating something that is affecting her health in a negative way? Should she stop eating a particular food group? Yes. And then I can go into further questions such as, is it coming from her breakfast, from her lunch, from her dinner? If it comes from her lunch, then I ask her, what is she having for lunch? And so as Susie tells me, well, I usually have soups for lunch, or I have salads, or I have sandwiches, or I eat out for lunch, or you know, then I can muscle test and have the body guide me and narrow down the choices until I get to a particular food group or food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for everyone listening, for those that have had muscle testing before and experienced it, you know exactly what Dr. Garcia is talking about. And for those that haven't, I know what you might be thinking. And that is, well, this is a little weird. And trust me, I was there when I first had the therapy and I've had other muscle testing. I was always I don't want to say skeptical, but I always wondered, well, how does this work? Well, this is a little weird and I don't know, you know, and how can we really find out by asking? But with Dr. Garcia's sessions, it's been really amazing because there's things that he would pick up that there's no way he could have known, but were true. And I'll give you one example. And I, if you have seen me as a client, you probably know this because I talk about this a lot, but, um, I started seeing Dr. Garcia a couple of months before I got pregnant with Jake. And I'd mentioned to him that we were going to start trying and we were just going to, you know, just see what happens. You know, we weren't really actively trying. And so I ended up seeing him uh, one week and he went through the whole series of questions. And after about 20 minutes, <laughs> Dr. Garcia, remember you had that look, you were like, hmm. And I'm like, what's wrong? 
What's wrong? Like, what do I have? What's wrong with me? And you're like, well, you're like, did you say that you were trying? And I said, well, sort of, but not really yet. And you're like, well, you were pregnant. And I remember saying, well, I don't know, because the timing really was off. And I don't know if I really am. And you said, well, either you're pregnant or you have a parasite in your uterus. And of course, I was like, oh, my God, I have a parasite in my uterus. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and you were laughing. You're like, oh, my gosh, stop. And and I said, well, how do you know? I don't understand. And you said that when I test through the different organ systems, I saw that there was something in the uterus. And the only thing it could be either is a baby or, you know, there's something negative in there. And, you know, having a parasite Correct. in the uterus is not something that really happens in this country or, you know, is something I think you said you've only seen like once in your life. And, you know, I just I tell the story because and I was pregnant <laughs> with Jake at that time. I just didn't even know it was too early to even take a test. And you know, I never even asked Dr. Garcia to check on this. This is something he just picked up through doing it. So this way of muscle testing, you know, if it's a practitioner that really has the practice that knows what they're doing, you know, it could be really amazing. And there's, I have so many other stories similar to this of where, you know, there are certain things I had in my body, whether it was a bruise or even an emotion I was feeling or something else that was going on that I didn't even tell you when you picked up in the testing. It's just, it's really amazing. Yeah. Like I said, with the more years of experience and the more training that a person goes through, the more they're going to have, you know, a whole library of questions and uh, it's a whole different mindset uh, really to ask about with each particular individual. And it's something that, you know, I was a bio major in college. I went to Boston College. I did three and a half years of genetic research and had someone told me that, you know, years later, I would give up my medical license to do energy medicine and I would be using muscle testing. I would bet the house and the kitchen sink that they'd be wrong. You know, I would have laughed at that. However, fast forward, you know, uh, 20 some odd years and yes, here I am relying on muscle testing to place magnets on individuals so that the magnets can stabilize, modify the individual's pH balance in those different organs to restore that pH balance back to whether it's the thyroid, the liver, the kidneys, the pancreas. And have that individual start to feel healthier and let their body heal itself without any external medications, just through whether it's detoxing the liver, the kidneys, you name it, and boom, right. all of a sudden you see miracles start to happen. Mm 